Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Meat Grinder. <laughs> Your weekly look at high school football in Connecticut brought to you by Game Time CT and the Hearst Connecticut Media Group. I am your host, Sean Patrick Bowley. Currently, currently running a little solo here as I wait for my host, Pete Paguaga, to join us. Uh, joining us a little later on the podcast, we're going to, Pete and I will be talking to Dave Mastriani, the head high school football coach of Daniel Han High School, the two-time defending Class L champion, um, Daniel Han Tigers, and, uh, and probably going to be the number one team in the state when we uh, when we get together and start voting on that. Who knows? Maybe people will go with Greenwich, but we're going to talk to Dave a little bit about that and about the prospects of St. Joe and uh, New Canaan joining the Class L tournament this season well that assumes they get in but joining the class l teams this year uh, we'll talk about dave a little bit about that and the potential of his team including his quarterback phoenix billings um and some of some of his other guys and you know and he, he's pretty excited so uh, we're, we're we're excited to talk to dave coach mastriani is going to be running a seven on seven passing league this weekend beginning friday at, i believe two o'clock at hand high schools the surf club and uh, the teams that will be joining uh, that we'll talk to him a little about that that will be running Friday, June 28th to Saturday, June 29th, uh, beginning at 2 o'clock on Friday and then 9 o'clock in the morning at the Surf Club on Saturday. That's always a little fun event. I hear some of the teams that will be featured there. Darien, Notre Dame, West Haven, East Lyme, Notre Dame, Fairfield, Greenwich, North Haven, Norwich Free Academy, Massac, Hand, Berlin, Platt, Brantford, Fairfield Lolo, Middletown, Hamden, and Foreign. Yeah, I mean, it's not really football. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's just, you know, but everyone kind of, everyone likes these. Everyone enjoys watching some of these, uh, the up-and-comers sling the ball around and uh, on a football field. It satisfies their football itch, as it were, uh, and gives you, gives you an idea of who's got what. If So if you, you're you're feeling that football itch, uh, then make sure you get out to the surf club for the next few days. Um, that's not the only football thing going on. There's also the Super 100 All-Star football game. Um, which begins on uh, Saturday, 4.30 p.m. at Wilbrick Park in New Britain. That's Veterans Stadium. Uh, this is <laughs> a little, quick little history on, on all-star games in, in Connecticut, if you don't understand. First, we had the New Haven versus Fairfield County game between the chapters of the, which was sponsored by the chapters of the uh, National Football Foundation. So it was the Ralph DeSantis chapter in, in Fairfield versus the uh, the uh, Casey O'Brien won out of New Haven, um, and then uh, and that was played at West Haven's Ken Strong Stadium every every time this year. And then, then we also had the the Governor's Cup All Star Game, which was basically it started out as Rhode Island versus Connecticut, sponsored by the Connecticut High School Football Co- Coaches Association, and that was originally versus Rhode Island for about 13 years. They brought it back last year after running a Super 100 All Star Game where they just did a draft and picked all the best Connecticut players. It was only a Connecticut thing for a few years. They brought Rhode Island back last year, and this year they were supposed to go to Rhode Island, but those talks kind of broke down, and now we're back to just two Connecticut teams battling out again. But whatever. I mean, it's not that huge, huge big big deal, um, but it's fun for the kids, and it's fun to watch real football if you really want to get watch real football. That starts Saturday, 4.30 at Willbrook Park. Um, just some of the notable players who will be in that game uh, uh these are basically the all staters I, I went through the list and these are the guys who earned all state honors last year uh, uh first on team constitution which is coached by tim shea of plainville 
Uh, the All-Staters on this team uh, were uh, Sean Robinson, Jacob Flynn from Southington, Robinson was from New Britain, um, Victor Marquez from Maloney, Bryce Carster from Cromwell, Nick Wright, his top receiver from Cromwell, Portland, uh, Tyler Nelly, the great defensive back and receiver from Fitch, uh, Nick Helbig, a great defensive lineman from Fitch, uh, Juliana Morales from New Britain, um, and that was those are all the All-Staters on uh, Team Constitution. For Team Nutmeg, you have Raquan Tompkins, the great quarterback and defensive back for East Harford. The kid is great. I mean, that that's a it's a game changer right there. Get him in on there. Uh, Dewan Lamotri from uh, Middletown. He was an All-Stater. Um, he plays safety. You have uh, Quarren Brown, the receiver, All-State uh, for Holy Cross. Justice Fitzpatrick, the uh, the great uh, kind of like a Raekwon Tompkins type. He's gonna he's listed here as a linebacker here, but he played a, a lot of quarterback for Bristol Central last year. Uh, Jacob Commander, the great running back and linebacker for New London. Evan Damien, the great kicker for East Haven. Colton Engel, the great quarterback from uh, Stafford, who's listed here as a safety. So I don't know if we're gonna be seeing him slinging the ball around. You have John Kopek, his one of his teammates from Stafford, a great linebacker. He was All State. Matt Phelan, Killingly, the great linebacker there. Tyler Oney from some capital prep, the big offensive lineman. It's pretty good. David Statkowski from Pomperog at offensive line. Dean Howell from Wilkett at offensive line. So those are the All-Staters on the, on the teams. Oh, oh and uh, Brian Mazzoni is coaching that team um, for Team Nutmeg. So those are the All-Staters on the teams. Of course, there are other names on, on the list, like Nassim Harrison, who was an All-State two years ago for SMSA, and just plenty of all uh, guys who just love football and they, they want to play. They don't have any college commitments. They're not running off. That's why you don't see a lot of uh, seniors, that recognizable names. Those are a few of them. Um, that's why, you, because they're usually there off already in college and getting ready for their season, so they don't have time to partake, and they don't want to get injured. That's the other thing with that. So uh, so that that's always a lot of fun. You'll see me and Pete and some of the guys out there at the All-Star Game on Saturday at uh, Willowbrook Park, so that'll be fun. Um, so that'll be it for football for a few weeks, other than you know maybe camps and things like that that are going on. And, uh, and then you also have the new Canaan Grip It and Rip It, which is going on at some point in mid July. So that'll be interesting. But, uh, so you gotta, if you're a football fan in Connecticut, you, you got a pretty good, uh, you got a pretty good week ahead of you. You know, you can just start off at Daniel hand two days, go back on Saturday. The competition starts in the morning and then you can swing up to New Britain in the evening and check that out. So with all that out of the way, let's get to our guest this week and bring Pete back in for Dave Mastriani of Daniel hand. You want to bring him in Pete? I have a bagel in my mouth. So you Joining can... us on the show is the is the god. He's the two. Well, now we're entering his third year, and he's a two-time state champion. That would be David Mastriani, the head coach of the. I would venture to say the soon-to-be number one Daniel Han Tigers. Oh, once the goodness. first. Once the first. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Did Johnny talk you into that? No. <laughs> I, we asked. We uh, we had Johnny yeah. on last week, and uh, Johnny uh, basically said um, that you guys, uh, yeah, you guys are, are are loaded, loaded, and Greenwich will never win another state championship as long as he sounds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's, yeah, he, he obviously didn't say that. No, listen, we've been talking you guys up since last year, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's uh, you know you should be. You know, we're, our our guys are doing such a great job. And uh, you know they're they've just been able to chalk uh, you know 
two successful seasons upright in a row and and most of those guys are back you know so it's a it's always good to bring back your quarterback it's always bring great to bring back your running back and your you know and Ben Corniello and your receiving core and all those guys and you know they they've worked really hard for their success and and yeah so uh you know we're looking forward to another season and, and especially another season with uh with the with the new schedule um oh yeah you know, open it up with no yeah I mean open it up with Notre Dame I mean you know we're gonna find out right away you know Joe said he has a good team and um you know so that's that's gonna be a great t- test right out of the gate Oh, I'm sure Joe. Knowing uh, knowing Joe, I'm sure Joe is like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna crush him. <laughs> I mean, I, if, I, if, I, if I had Joe on right now, he'd be like, oh my god, we're gonna get we're gonna get. He is so gloom and doom sometimes. And actually, uh, his team, he like he was gloom and doom last year, and his team actually played really well considering they you know? did they did they they did a good job with them and uh you know they they uh they got after some people. You know, I got to see him on film a few times, and, and they played well. You know they they do a good job as that stuff. All right, so the big the big news obviously was uh, last week that uh, John that, that, left Greenwich. Right, that was the big news. What's that? I said that John left Greenwich. Well, that was the, the other big that John news. left Greenwich. I was going to say how many articles were written on that? A dozen. Oh, 15? you're killing us. <laughs> oh, you know it's bad enough when I got the fans screaming at us. Hey guys! Hey guys! Did you know John Marinelli left? <laughs> I love the shade. I'm I love sorry. it. I no, love it. no. Uh, yeah, we, I love it. Yeah, yeah. John, John left. We're gonna so, do a podcast on him next, just so you, you know, just so we can. So, that so on Sunday, uh, Sean I'll and I were. I uh, said to him, in all honesty, I said to him, I go, John, with the way people are writing about you, I thought you died. But thank God you and I talk every day. <laughs> There are some things we can control here. uh, It's too funny. There's some things we can control here at Hearst, Connecticut Media Center. Football Central, that is not one of them. How many stories we write about subjects? (laughs) So on on Sunday, uh, Sean and I were together, and uh, we were just talking about you know football, and we're like, oh, like has the class come out yet? Like they probably should have, but we really haven't been paying attention. So we're sitting there and. I open it up. We were at an CIAC. establishment. We were at an establishment somewhere yeah. at like eleven o'clock at night, and Pete's <laughs> like, "Hey, I think the, uh, the, the 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 football rank is." Up. I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's usually out the beginning of the month." And so right. we scroll down, and, and I just go right to I go right to the bottom. I'm like, "Give me those ends, give me those ends," and boom, <laughs> yeah, right. there it was, Class L, New Canaan. I was so excited, I didn't perfect. even notice that St. Joe's got pulled, that got pumped up. But I just turned to Sean. I'm like, "They're in L." You know, Drew Pine versus Phoenix Billings, and we just high fived, and everyone just looked at us and I go, "What the hell are they talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I don't know if you were as excited as say we are, but that has to add a nice little wrinkle to this season now, where it's like, all right, you know, we got New Canaan. Like, if we're gonna want to win three in a row, we're gonna have to see New Canaan at some point. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I said this, I said this a while back, you know, the, it, it, lately all roads go through the FCAC, you know, and, and that's just how it is, yeah. uh, you know, especially at those at, at the bigger school level. And uh, but at the same time, you know, I I wrote our schedule on the board for our guys. And then I, you know, I wrote up all the possible class L contenders, you know, uh, and uh, said, look, n- nobody in the list on the right matters and nobody beyond Notre Dame West Haven matters. I mean, you know, that's and I look, this isn't blowing smoke. I mean, this is just dead serious. If we don't if we don't take care of one game at a time, I don't care who got moved to L. We're not going to get to see him. 
um you know so yeah it's awesome that that st joe's and new canaan and everybody are are in hell and and you know given the opportunity we get to play against them but you know we've got to take care of our business right in the beginning when it matters um and and uh you know right now when it matters is september 13th because if we don't win that one you know the the rest of the the road is going to be on hard to hope let's take a look at this schedule because and 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 this is again it's kind of if you've been doing this as long long as i have i mean 20 years this has got to be the most bizarre schedule i've ever seen a team have uh anywhere I mean, uh, and I'm right. sure others are like this. I know others are like this, except for maybe Greenwich. They're still playing everybody in the FCI. But let's take a look at hand yeah. schedule. This this schedule is nuts. Now, if you've been around long enough, you would know how nuts this is. All right, so you start <laughs> Notre Dame West Haven home. All right, Surf yep. Club, great. Uh, next yep. next week you play Middletown. Okay. Yes. Middletown at the Surf Club. So that's two weeks. And now you got an SCC team, you got CCC CCC yep. team. Week three you play at Weathersfield. Which, I know we're leaving on Thursday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on! It's not that. Bad. I mean, they, it's not like Greenwich, you know. I know. Anyway, so yeah. they got Weathersfield, okay, and that's yep. so now that's one SCC team, two CCC teams, both of which are in L. So that's so you got three L's in a row there. Notre Dame's still in L. Right? Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! Some of those could be W's. Yeah. Bad joke. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, I Terrible see. joke. I see. I, Terrible I see. joke. Very, very good, Pete. Thank very you. good. Very it's good. the off season. Semantics. Okay. Then you play Wilbur Cross. All right. Uh, at the right. surf club, you got Cross. So that's Notre Dame, Cross, and then Middletown and Weathersfield. So that, all right. Yep. Then your th- your fifth game is at Nor- Norwalk. Okay. Yes. That's So now you have two SECs, two CCCs, one FCAC. Then you play, you host East Lime. Yes. Uh, now you got a CCC team, an uh, ECC team going in there. And then you wrap up with four straight SEC teams West Haven. At West Haven, at Xavier, Shelton. Now, anybody who wants to, to uh, talk about hand schedule this year, you're going to find yourself all alone because hand schedule is, I don't know about ridiculous, but you're talking about teams that are perennially up there. I mean, Xavier's been down, sure. West Haven's been down a little bit, yeah, sure. Shelton's always there. Uh, Weathersfield was in the state playoffs for a few years. I know they're... They're actually. I don't know if they've hired a new coach yet. Have they? I believe they hired the um, Matt Mc at Weathersfield. Yeah, he was the assistant Matt coach McKinnon. of the year. Yeah, he was the assistant coach of the year. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. There you go. Very good. People. Yeah, he and I, I are friends. He's a good guy. Okay. Yeah, he. Uh, they were raving about him. Uh, I forgot where we were, and they were like, "This guy's the new like it young coach coming up." Yeah. So Campanello, uh, he he uh, stepped down, and that's that's the new guy at Weathersfield. Who. I'm sure we'll do a great job, and then you have yeah. Sal. You have the Sal the week before. I'm sure Sal's thrilled. Uh, about Sal, yeah, <laughs> you know Sal. Uh, you know when when I took over, you know we reached out to Middletown to see if they would practice with us um, because we were always, you know, the last two years we were opening with Hill House, and um, you know so we wanted to see as much speed as we possibly could. So we used to we used to do a kind of like a three way controlled scrimmage with Middletown and with West Haven. I mean you can't top that amount of speed. Um, you know, and so Sal was gracious enough to accept our invitation to, to come down for a day. And, you know, when I called them this year, when our schedule came out, I called him and I said, hey, you know, have you seen the schedule? And he said, no. He, <laughs> and then, like, he paused and then he, he goes, you're kidding. I said, week two. Ah. Uh, and, he, he, and he goes, oh, I can't wait to go in and start out my first staff meeting with that icebreaker. And I started <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, <laughs> I go, cut it out. I go, oh, I said, when, when's the last time you've, you've won less than nine games? I said, so don't even start that with me. 
Um, I'm, I'm interested, Coach. How, how? Well, first of all, what do you think of this? I mean, what do you think of the schedule? This is un. I mean, of all the years that you've been in the SEC, um, right. this is. Uh, they've done a, quite a job here. Yeah, you know, I, I really liked Al's initiative here, or, or in general, to get, you know, L's playing L's, double L's playing double L's, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's the idea. I mean, you know, I know you're a fan of the district model, and that's what this is headed towards. Um, you know, hopefully, eventually, it just they just decide no more leagues, and it's just, it's strictly class size. I mean, so um, that's where we're headed. Uh, you know, I know you're going to look at it and say, well, what about Norwalk? Uh you know that that league scheduling meeting. I'm sure yeah. you've heard all the the horror stories of that that meeting uh, about you know guys just sitting around a table and deciding, well, why don't we have this matchup? And be, and and then people openly like saying, no, we're not doing that. You know, there was there was really no rhyme or reason to that part of it. But but overall, uh, you know, it's L's playing L's. You know, so now you know if you're an L team, you, you know, think about North Haven or or us in the past. Really, I mean. We had that year where we played seven double L teams, uh, and the other double L and the double L teams that we didn't play were in the playoffs anyway in whatever you know uh, division they were in. So I mean, now it's let's find out who the best L teams are, and and what's really nice now across the board is, you know, all the all the L teams are playing all the L teams in one way or another, all the way down to you know St. Yeah. Joe's is playing New Cane in week four. Right. Um, you know, so so we'll we'll all get to see each other, and and if you make the playoffs, you'll have earned it by beating all the teams or or uh, within within your class. It it is a fascinating schedule, I and mean, I think the only thing I think we're getting there uh, with and and like I said, Al Al, we're we're getting there. They need everyone to kind of buy into this. They need every league to come together, and then the leagues need to kind of as a football have a football like. I don't know what this. My my thing is, yeah, I'm a fan of the district model, but I'm a, here's what I'm I'm actually a really a fan of. I'm a fan of playing a schedule that if you win a, out of a group of teams that you're you're in with, same class size, if you win that group, then you advance. Not this point stuff. None of leaving that up to chance. Now you're talking about an actual schedule of teams that you're. In a play, like, that's what I'm a fan of. Like, it doesn't have to right. be in a certain. It, once they get that, once they have that established, now we're talking about schools. In a, if you don't win a state championship, but you do win a like a, a grouping, you can call that that's your league championship. Because yeah, there's right. no league yeah, you, yeah, right now. It's no, there's no rhyme or reason to it now. That's my only problem. And and that once you p- put that back yeah. into the regular season, I think that's where you gain a little bit more excitement. Okay, well, Hand's first goal is to win the you know. The Southern L Division, let's say, for example. Um, yeah, when I when I first got here, and actually Coach Phil used to say this all the time. He said we have three goals every year. He said our goal is to win, um, you know, have a winning season. Then it's win our division, right. um, and then it was make the playoffs. Right. And, and you know, in those three, and yeah, you know, winning your division, I mean, that means something. Right. You know, that's that's important, well, especially in our league. Except not now. Except no, no. Well, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, back then it was all right. You played in the Hammonasset. Um, right. The Hammonasset division was North Haven, Guilford, uh, I believe Hill House, and East Haven, alongside right. Hand. So, but then, right. but then you're like, all right, well, what did that do? Like, what did that mean? Like, we we beat. We're the champion of four other teams. Like, we don't get it. We don't get a prize for that. You maybe you <laughs> yeah. get a banner. You get it. Oh, we're, we're the Hammonasset division champs. All right, that's great. But like. It didn't. Right. There was no league championship, so it didn't mean like you went on to the league f- 
final. Right. Um, and it didn't have anything to do with your playoffs other than the points those teams gave. You know, if any of them had or all of them had bad years, it just didn't mean anything. Even then, it didn't mean anything. I know it was yeah, great for no, motivation. That, that's 100 percent true. I, I agree. I mean, you know, it's it's, um, you know, it's all about, you know, creating meaning behind everything you're doing. And and yeah, they, they really didn't. It, it didn't mean anything. I mean, and and, you know, with the new scheduling, you know, sorry here, Al. But I mean, you know, you don't play everybody in your. Right. In your own division. I, yeah, that's the only thing that's missing. They've got the structure in place. They've got this. They've, they've got these leagues to buy in. Now what they need to do is they need to kind of restructure. That's just my – I don't want to get into that now. No. That's, that's a whole – we could go do a whole so show on if that. that happens, if, if just hypothetically speaking, they get rid of the, the conferences for football, what title does Al Carbone have? Is he like the emperor <laughs> no, <he's> of <laughs> the, the district model, like Emperor Al? Well, no. Here's what I would emperor, say. And I think Al – Al Because I, I think he would spearhead everything because I think he's already been doing it, and he's trying to get it that Al way. So if anybody's going to gonna be, do it, it's going to be him. Al wants to be the, the yeah, king, the comptroller of the, you know, the, the, the state He wants scheduling. a crown. He wants, he wants to sit on the Iron Throne. Jesus. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> But yeah, I think that's the next step. I mean, I don't think you 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 I don't know. I don't think you lose the league autonomy to because that way you have something you guys can schedule around. But other than that, I think there needs to be like a, a committee to put together that 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 divvies this stuff up. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, and the other part of it, though, you know, at the same time, I mean, you know. You gotta like playing Shelton and West Haven and North. You yeah. know what I mean. And and there's that part of it too. So there's there's a sentimentality to you know this is the SEC. They just celebrated their 25th you know anniversary. Like hashtag there's something about SEC that. SEC 25. Yeah. Hashtag. SEC hashtag. SEC yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Wait. It's not 21 but, out. So no, that was no. State, that's Staples, that's Staples baseball. baseball. I get my hashtags. In Go ahead. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of hashtags out there. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> You were saying no, no, no. It's okay. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Is there's also the sentimentality of playing within the league. You know yeah, yeah. I mean? And I don't have a problem with that. And like, who you represent. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I mean, you could say like, well, if you're L and Shelton's double L, you hand and Shelton don't play. I'm like, well, not not necessarily. I think there should right. be at least six games that determine like a champion of a district, so to speak, and then right. uh, those other four games you, you play you, you play Shelton to start the year off. You know, let's see right. who's best out of that, and then sh- let's say you go on to win a state championship, and Shelton goes on to win a state championship, then you would hey we know who won, you know we know right. who played the, the big game. So I don't know. I mean that's right. I'm I'm all into structure. I'm kind of that's my thing. I like I don't like things yeah. to be haphazard. They're a little haphazard right. here with the FC Act. They didn't have their buys. Aligned up, correctly, yeah. which I don't know. What even you hear on that? Are they gonna they gonna fix that next year or what? I uh, yeah, I don't I I don't know that the FCAC is uh, you know they they operate to a to the beat of a different drum down there. So yeah. I mean I don't know. Yeah. Somebody hold it's somebody gonna hold them accountable to make sure that aligns. We'll see. Well, that's what we are here for. We're, we'll, yeah. we'll 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 call them account. We'll call them to account. Yeah. Okay. The, good. If right. anybody yeah. listens. Anyway, yeah. let's. All right. That's. So your schedule is just unconventional. It's crazy. Uh, it's got a lot of L teams in there. So you're gonna have a lot to say about who gets gets to get in there to face you guys. Uh, you know, and like you said, um, you know, nobody's. Everyone's kind of giving you all. You know, they're put. They're already penciling you in the state championship game. Uh, right. But there's a lot of work to do. Um, uh, you know, yes, what absolutely. is the most? What? Tell me a little bit about. You know, as we head into. I mean. It, we're 10 days out from July. Um, you know, you guys have obviously, you know who you have. Um, what is going to be your biggest, I guess, challenge this team? Because, I mean, replacing some of the guys you lost. 
I, I think replacing the attitude that those guys who left brought. Um, you know, obviously you, we all know Julian. Um, you know, he played with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, the only person who, who played with a bigger chip on his shoulder was Jack Flanagan. You know, Jack yeah. Flanagan wasn't, you know, he, he, he wasn't as visible. Um, as far as, you know, being that vocal leader, but, you know, you come to the sideline and kids would be like, did you hear what Jack just said? And I'm like, no, I didn't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know, they played with a great attitude about them, not like punks, but they, they just really liked to compete, you know, and, uh, you know, when you lose, I mean, great players, you know, for, for their, their particular roles. But when you lose that attitude of, you know, just being fierce, fierce competitors, you know, you always get a little bit nervous. Um, you know, obviously we have some kids, as everybody knows, coming back that are just great competitors as well. So, you know, hopefully that attitude is carried over um, and, and the preparation that kind of goes with it. I mean, we, we've had a great off season um, with regards to getting ourselves physically prepared this year, um, probably better than we've had in the last few years, um, at least since I've been here. Hmm. Um, so hopefully kind of the the mentality that the Brian Casagrandes and, and Connor Casalados and all those guys kind of put in place, I think it's starting to become the norm for us, which is which is really good. You know, that's that's all you can ask for. And I think that's kind of where we are is, you know, we, we've had a great offseason of preparation and now we're going to see, uh, you know, now with that preparation, can we be, you know, can we be those competitors when it matters? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> who? Sorry, I just kicked at the Pete, and he was not prepared. <laughs> oh, Still the me? off season. Okay, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Um, just <laughs> what's the pressure like uh, for this program, or the you know the seniors right now? with coming off of back to back titles. Um, obviously, like Sean mentioned, a lot of people, myself included, have already penciled you guys in in the L championship. You know, how do you get them to, you know, maybe not read the pre- the press clippings or not, you know, read into what they read or hear about themselves? You know, you have Phoenix Billings back. You have uh, Ben Corneal back, who arguably could be the best offensive and best defensive players in the state, and you have both of them back. You guys are expected to be there, but how do you get the guys to just be like, okay, it's one game at a time. It's, it's Notre Dame first. It's the, you know, uh, Middletown next, Weathersfield after that. Um, you know, we, we approach it kind of like, look, you, you can't lie to them and say, oh, you know, you guys aren't very good. You know, they, they know they're good. And, and, and uh, you know, so you, you can't really approach it that way. The, the way I approached it this year was like, guys, we know what the expectations are now. Uh, you know, you're 25 and one, you're back to back state champs, you know, and, and we're bringing back what it is at 14 starters. I said, so, so we know what the expectations are. You know, the thing I'm going to ask you to do is approach this season with humility. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of been my big, my big word, you know, so far this year is humility. You know, we, you know, we haven't done anything yet. You know, we're, we're still O and O and, you know, those two things are in the past. I explained to them the other day, I said, guys, listen, you know, if you ask me right now where my rings are, I have no idea. I'm pretty sure my wife packed them away. <laughs> you know, so, um, oh, are you moving too? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Arizona state. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. We're we're good right now. Okay. We're good. We're good. Yeah. So we're uh, but you know, I said that to those guys. I said, you know, so we've got to approach everything with 
we haven't done anything yet. And, and, and every day is an opportunity to do something uh, in the direction of the success we, we would like to have. Um, so treat everything accordingly, whether it's lift or practice or scrimmages or eventually your first game. Um, you, you need to do all of those things and, and do them with humility because, you know, 2019 this season you know this is a new season and, and that's where we need to start and if if we prepare like we're good we're not going to be very good um but if we prepare like we we have something to prove um which we do uh you know I, our offensive line coach the other day i heard him say it uh to the offensive line and and then he you know he reiterated with me he said our catchphrase for the offensive line this year is second to none um and uh you know so I, we still have something to prove uh and and uh I think our guys are definitely approaching uh, their task with that in mind. I'll, I'll say, I mean, you, you guys got, I mean, fair or unfair, you guys got roasted over who you guys, who, who the league scheduled, it wasn't you. I mean, the league, who yeah. the league scheduled for you. Um, yeah. And it wasn't your fault. And, but I know, I know, and they always talked about it after the games, like, you know, the, the one West Haven game they had, and that was like their big test. And they're like, we killed it. And then they killed it in the playoffs. And, yeah, but I, and I know that it's stuck. They don't want to hear it. They want to just hear, wow, you guys were a good team. You know, you guys proved it on the field. That's what they want to hear. They don't want to hear, oh, well, you didn't play anybody. Now, right. now you go in there. Now this is like, okay, now the schedules. I mean, I'm sure someone's going to find something about it. Oh, well, of course. Javier's not good and, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I mean, I don't, hear, yeah. I don't hear that's the case. But, you know, now that this is the guys who are there. I mean, I even saw Julian say, like, on Twitter, it's like, wow, we, you know. You guys couldn't do this last year for us. <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, he said something like, uh, the, it, "It's fun now that we're gone, or whatever." Yeah. Oh, now, now you do. Oh, yeah. it's, it's always fun when we when we leave. Um, yeah. But you yeah. know, I mean, I, I get, I get the, I get the sense they want to. That's the whole point of this. You want right. to go against the best. If you're a competitor, you want to compete against the best. You don't want to hear about it from anybody. And if you right. reach your goals, you want to be, uh, you want to be recognized for that. And I don't think, I think guys, especially the guys coming back. Might be, maybe you can correct me, but might believe they don't feel like they got enough credit. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, you know for their body of work, uh, you know, over the course of two years, I, I don't think yeah. they feel that they got enough credit. You know, me personally, it's it's my job to use that either as motivation or a reminder. Um, you know, and uh, you know, keep things in perspective for them. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, if you know, you know, Phoenix Billings and crew, I mean, they're they're twenty five and one. You know, there's, you know, yeah. that's, um, and, and they're back to back state champs. You can't take that away from them, but at the same time, you know, people have tried. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and, and like I said, I mean, whether that's motivation or not, you know, that's, that's for the kids to decide and for me to kind of, uh, me to monitor. Um, but, but that's it with them. So we'll see. I mean, hopefully they, they continue to have a, a good off season and, and then they go out there with, yeah, with, with something to prove, um, about themselves more, more so than anything else. You know, are we, you know, are we a product of our schedule or are we a very good team? And, uh, and, and more importantly, continuing the, the very good program idea. Um, so we'll see. That's, that's what we're looking forward to seeing out of our kids. And, and that's what we're trying to work on with them is just develop that mentality. Cause we certainly have, uh, we definitely are talented enough skill wise to, to be a competitor. <clears throat> you guys have the, um, the, the grip it and rip it seven on seven <laughs> oh, coming up. Pete, you were on time with this transition. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring at the, the, the story that I, I, that I posted, but how important have those uh, passing leagues and those grip it and rip it tor- tournaments, how important have they become in off season uh, preparation? 
you know what they are and and when when I, when we took on the branch you know Johnny was gracious enough to to kind of say hey if you guys thought about you know would you guys like to do one of these um and and Chris Silvestri and everybody who's running out of New Canaan would you guys like to do this and uh you know we looked at it and we're like yeah you know this this would be nice and you know we we keep our small um you know we we're We'd like to blow it up one day and make it huge, but you know we get 16 teams. We go to and then we go down to New Canaan and they've got 40 teams. You know it's all about just competing in a setting that doesn't really matter. And 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 uh, I know that doesn't sound right, but it, it, the reason why I say it like that is because you get to go down there and see New Canaan and Darianne and uh, uh, um, you know what's it called Cardinal Hayes you know and yeah. and all of those schools that come out of New York um, and our guys get to kind of put themselves against that and then you know what our guys inevitably say when we do horribly and we always do horribly <laughs> um, <laughs> is they come out of it and they're like you know we're better than that or than what we just did yeah. or you know this is a different game when we put the pads on you know yeah. so so our kids, they what they do is they understand there's an identity. They have an identity, like hand football has an identity. Um, so when we do the seven-on-sevens, yeah, it's great skill work, but that's more about just kids are hanging out for a day um, with each other, you know, messing around, getting yeah. to spend the day uh, doing their thing, and then getting to compete against some really good teams and see what that level of competition is like. You know, if, you know, we approach the preseason the same way. I mean, you know, we – we go to St. Joe's for a day. We go to Greenwich for a day. Um, you know, we and and then we our game scrimmage is North Haven. You know, we we want to just constantly compete against the best available uh, to see where we are. And if and if you could hold your own against teams like that and teams like that in the uh, in the seven on sevens, then you know you're going to be okay. And and it's all the preseason is all about confidence. Um, and, and what kind of confidence can you get going into the season? And if you could get a great amount of confidence to make yourself go 1-0, and well, then you've got a much better chance at, at, at having a successful season. So that's what it is, is, you know, let's go out there and compete against the best available, see where we stand, and then use that as a, either motivation or a confidence builder or whatever it is we see fit at the time. Yeah, that's great. Um, I, I'm more curious to find out how the linemen are going to do at the Berlin Lineman Challenge if they're going up <laughs> That's my yeah, mark. That's where I'm kind of. That's where I paid. The ripping and ripping stuff. I yeah yeah. I want to hear yeah. about the linemen, man. That's that's yeah. the big question for hand going uh, into the going into the uh, season. Yeah, which is why we're ducking the Berlin linemen. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to tip your hand. I get it. I get it. We don't want to tip our hand. No, I, it's uh. That's that week is uh. It seems I, I I pulled our kids and then our coaches and it's like universal uh vacation week you yeah, know? Gotcha. So, <laughs> hey listen everyone needs a vacation oh uh, yeah especially when you're around me you definitely need a vacation <laughs> <laughs> look i'm gonna be honest with you sean i understand the offensive linemen they're very important it's gritty you know you win the games in the trenches but you know we don't post highlight videos of pancake blocks we post highlight videos of 60 yard mm-hmm. touchdowns well, maybe we're not trying hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say if you've seen ben or tom bambrick to play they get plenty of how them. about some of the stuff oh, yeah, I put ben up. does <laughs> my I, I could i took the west haven clip the video i could just do a whole it was like jail there was the, the jailbreak uh, for hand <laughs> hey, do you guys think you guys can i mean that's obviously a huge that that was was what made this team the last two years uh, you know the Casa Grande is at the beginning, and then you know with Flanagan and and uh, you know yeah you got Ben coming back. Who's 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 going to be helping Ben out? 
Ben. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the thing, other than Ben, the, yeah, ben, ben will help Ben. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, but in all honesty, I mean, the thing everybody forgets is, you know, we had the sophomore guard Tom Bambrick. Oh yeah, he didn't he didn't play defense for us last year. Oh well, that's be, about to be, change. <laughs> right, exactly, because he didn't have to. You know, uh, and you know, so we we really on defense we had a six foot three, two hundred eighty pound kid standing on the sidelines. Um, mm. You know, so he's going to come in, and then uh, you know we're actually looking for a third and fourth D lineman for that matter. Um, but we have a lot of kids. Like I said, I, what has really benefited us it has been this off season. And I mean, I know that sounds pretty coach speak to everybody, but you know we have a couple of kids. This kid Jake Daniel, another kid Sander Kasia who just had awesome off seasons in the weight room. So now they go out there and they hold their own and they could actually, you know, with good technique, they can win their battles. Um, So, and and I mean, and all because they're physically ready to do it. Um, So, you know, those are the guys who, who will be helpful on the D line. And we actually have an undersized kid who's kind of, you know, he's always kind of uh, been right there, but never really been able to step on the field for us is this kid, uh, Austin Doyle, who, you know, our, our D-line coach said, you know, have we thought about playing him at nose a la some of the stuff Lou Marinelli used to do with he'd have that really undersized nose oh, um, yeah. who could just run around and wreak havoc. And, and we have one of those kids now. Mm. Um, so he, he's been doing some stuff there um, that you're like, oh, wow, yeah, this is this looks like it might work out for us. Um so yeah, we're there, but that's what it is. We we've, we've done. We, I, I'm very proud of our kids for the for the off season, uh, to make themselves players. Um, because yeah, when you lose Jack Flanagan and when you lose, you know, Mac and McDonald, you got to be thinking to yourself like, oh my God, what are we gonna do? Um, but you know, what I've seen so far out of our guys is, you know, they can they can do the job. Can I just throw something? Thomas Bambrick, I, I actually pulled up the roster. I actually pulled up two years ago roster. Thomas Bambrick listed on the number 77 in your program, listed as a freshman, 6'4", 275. Yeah. God. What a, yeah. That, that must, was two that years be, ago. That must be so nice. I know. He's a, he's a monster. He went down to uh, – he went out to Rhode Island's camp a couple, couple weeks ago, and he ran a 5.0540. Um, and then he went out to Iowa last weekend, uh, you know, at, at Coach O'Keefe's behest on uh, yeah. Kind of see where he stands, and Coach O'Keefe, you know, called me back. He said, "Look, we're not ready to offer him yet." He said, "But, uh, you know, he's everything you said he, he is. I mean, yeah. he's tough and he competes and all those kind of things." So, I mean, you know, we 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 pretty much have a, you know, we've got Ben, but we also have a an FBS scholarship lineman. How about Ethan Haberman? What's his story? I mean, obviously, you know, you, you just talk about another guy who's he. Oh, he, you he, know what? Go ahead. No, no, no. Ethan, he, Ethan's very impressive. I mean, he, he's another guy, you know, he, he fancied himself a basketball player yeah. for a while. Um, and then he realized, you know, six foot four, six foot five, there's plenty of those guys, um, <laughs> you know, playing basketball. And, uh, he's really shifted his focus that he wants to play, you know, football in college yeah. and, and you can't teach his size, you know, so we're, we're working on some stuff where we actually move him around the formations now, whether he's out on an edge by himself or he's, if he's in the slot where he's traditionally been. Um, but, you know, his size and, and his athleticism, his ability to go get the ball, I mean, you yeah. know, there's a reason why he's Phoenix's favorite target. Yeah, um, well, he's a big one. and Yeah, he's he, a giant he, one. Yeah. yeah, he made some plays last year. You're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So that's good Absolutely. to hear. So the, yeah, there's I mean, that. He, go ahead. No, no, you go. go ahead. No, I was going to say, well, I mean, you're looking at, is he going to be, are we going to see him on defense? 
Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. We uh, we we talked about it um, as a staff, and then we kind of kicked it around a little bit, and then uh, you know, he finally gets out there, and we're like, yeah, no, we're good. Just, just <laughs> <stay over there. laughs> oh man. Um, I mean, the big another huge. Like, we're we're forgetting a certain spot here is the is the defensive secondary and some of the linebackers. I mean, you know, obviously Ian Butler graduating. He's a two-time All-Stater or maybe even three. I don't even remember. But, um, you know, he was up there. I mean, obviously you mentioned Julian was at safety. was just nuts. Um, yeah. You know, you lose a guy like him, a guy like that. Uh, there was an, someone else I'm forgetting off the top of my head. Uh, you know, Tom Ferrick. Oh, that's right. Ferrick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Great lacrosse player. Um, yep. Some guys there that you're going to be losing. That's, that's, a, that's a spot that's worth looking at, huh? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough at the second level, we're bringing all four linebackers back. Okay. You know, we lost Kevin Girardi, yes. but you know, Kevin really only played half the season cause he had broken his ankle the, in, right. in the, during the summer. Um, so we had a kid, Luke Wagner, who, who pretty much played there for the better part of six games, mm. uh, until Girardi came back, you know, so we're bringing all four linebackers back. We're bringing Ben back. You know, and, and then the secondary, yeah, the secondary is the big question mark. The, the one holdover is Isaiah McNeely, um, who played corner for us last year, but he was also our safety. Um, you know, so in the off season, you know, he came to me and said, coach, can you move me back to safety? And I asked him why he said, cause I believe that's a leadership position and, and that's somewhere where hmm. we need someone who could really manage the secondary. I said, that's a great answer. So yeah, <laughs> that's a great Go answer. Back. You just yeah. won. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Congratulations. It was you a are test. Safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a lot of young kids who are, who are back there to compete. I mean, uh, Jack Flanagan has two younger brothers, uh, Will, who's going to oh. be a junior and patch, who's going to be a sophomore. Oh. And, and they're both very athletic. So, you know, they're competing for spots back there. Um, we had a kid come out. This is his first year out since he was a freshman. Aiden Patrick, who's just a, you know, uh, one of my coaches came back to me the other day and said, Hey, did you see him run agilities? I said, yeah, he goes, he's the best one at it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, so we have a lot of young guys who could fill in that role and we're very confident in Isaiah's ability to make sure everybody's in place. Oh, and Connor Quinn, like Mr. All everything golfer. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a, you know, he's a safety corner as well. So wow. we have I mean, plenty of athleticism back there. It's just a matter of making sure everybody's where they need to be. And, and like I said, we're pretty confident Isaiah could get us to where we need what, to be. What year? Uh, Quinn is was, he's going to be a junior. Yeah, he's gonna. If be they go to fall golf, I mean, is that your? Are you out of safety in twenty twenty? Probably. <laughs> right. You know, I'm that, I thought yeah, about probably. that. Oh, th- th- that's not happening. I, the I fall did 2021. when I saw that. Oh, really? That's not happening. The okay. fall twenty twenty one. Yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, man, I hope they decide to do this in twenty twenty one. Because yeah, we'll be out of safety. We we definitely be out of. Safety. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty that's... sure it's going to be spring twenty twenty one, and then. Fall 2021. So they're going to technically, and the, these, this is going to be the fall 2021 is going to be the best season in golf in history for Connecticut because they're <laughs> going to play in the spring, they're going to play all summer, and then they're going to play in the fall. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can care uh, less. Yeah, I, I'm not Joe Morelli. <laughs> yeah. You're not talking to Joe Morelli over here. I, I can care less. <laughs> all right. That's a, that would be, um, that's a tragedy to me. If, you know, you, yeah. Not, not that there are a ton of golfers out there who are, you know, stand up football players, but I, there's got to be a few, right? Oh, yeah. A few I quarterbacks mean, it's, it's a funny there? combination. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny combination to talk about. I'd be like, yeah, I'm a varsity golfer and safety. 
Uh, how about uh, I mean, let's just take, talk about Phoenix. I mean, you know, they're heading into a third year here. You know, baseball. He was committed to UConn. Uh, you know, this uh, maybe football's in the future. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he's uh, he's definitely entertaining the thought. You know, for um, I mean, all the circumstances have to be right, right. for it. Um, you know, but I mean, it, it's really hard to argue against, uh, you know, the program that Jim Penders has got going up at UConn. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he, you know, it's not like he got offered by, uh, no. some mid level, you know, uh, school. I mean, he's, he's offered by a top 25 team in the country and, yep. and, uh, there's all the reasons to, to go there. Um, but you know, we're, he's still entertaining some football stuff just to see, you yeah. know, and, and, That's and fine. what's really yeah, absolutely. What's really interesting about Phoenix is, you know, as a sophomore, we're like, oh, he's just a good athlete playing quarterback. And then a junior, you know, he developed so much that it was like, oh, he's a quarterback who's a really good athlete. But he didn't really buy into us telling him that, which is weird. I mean, like, you know, he's Mr. Confidence. Like he's, you know, we talk about it all the time. Like, you know, if you were to give him like a a, a, a temperature, he's just like 65 and breezy all the time. You know, he's just one of those <laughs> You know, he's just one of those kids. And, and, you know, it was really weird, you know, uh, Boston college gets in touch with him and Frank Leonard, such a good man, you know, he, he, Frank talked to him for a while. And then Phoenix called me and he said, coach, do you really think I'm as good as some of these coaches are saying I am? Hmm. And I, I imagine that like that came out of Phoenix Billings' mouth. Right. And, and, and I, I like, I was dumbfounded. I go, Phoenix, what do you think? I've been lying to you? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was all ruse, Phoenix. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like, for a minute, it was like I was, you know, his dad, and like, I'm not going to listen to what my dad says. Like, I have to hear it from somebody else, right. you know? And, oh, I totally understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but, and yeah, he, so he said, he goes, you really think I can play at that level? And I said, Phoenix, does Coach Leonard think you could play at that level? He said, yes. I said, well, I think Guess he what? knows better than I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, he definitely has some irons in the fire for that, for, for football. Um, oh, yeah. Matter... You could, and, and you could, and that's a, I think that's what he, that's always what I've always, I, I've always thought kids should wait as, as long as possible to make a decision because you never know. You never know what other opportunities and the, and don't, don't lock yourself down because you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, so that's good. hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I said to him, look, at the end of the day, if you choose to play baseball at UConn, I guess that's an okay decision. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's a pretty good yeah, one. Absolutely. And, and it falls into our mantra, you know, that, that, you know, we encourage multi-sport athletes. I mean, that's our thing. And, and, uh, you know, we're about to put out there, you know, whether whatever sport he plays, uh, you know, at the college level, we're about to put out there one of the best examples of why you should play multiple sports, uh, you know, and that's such a big part of it. I mean, he's taken baseball lessons to football and football lessons to baseball. And, uh, you know, that's really important for everybody to see. I mean, uh, you know, my, my brother, Max, I mean, you know, Max, yep, he, Max he, yeah, he's running, yeah, he's running, uh, you know, all that baseball stuff out of, you know, uh, he's working uh, out of D-bat now and, and, uh, you know, we talked about it the other day. We're gonna we're gonna come up with T-shirts for kids who play multi sports that say "Make being an athlete great again." Um, <laughs> you know, because you know we you know we talked about it the other day with Paolini and all those kids, uh, and talking about man, like we should get on some kind of show and say, "Look, this is why your kids should be playing multiple sports." So, yeah. you know, the fact that Phoenix really embodies 
our whole philosophy as a staff and and as a program you know it's it's great to see yeah i heard he's a pretty good basketball player too <laughs> i don't know let's go easy I, you know <laughs> you don't want to be putting any ideas league. in his head <laughs> yeah not only that but i mean there's good rec league and then there's actually good basketball players right. so let's let's just pace ourselves with that those kind of comments <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, he's. I mean, obviously, he's now like the entrenched. He's he's the face of the program here, um, and a lot of people. I mean, look at Adam. Like, you know, you gotta. This is it, man. This is your time to to you know ride off into the sunset with your three state championships and blah blah blah. Maybe beat uh, maybe beat New Canaan in there and the St. Joseph. And oh my goodness! Yeah, you could just shut everybody oh, up with one run to the double uh, to the well, he, finals. You know, if, we uh, had our uh, right? we had our staff meeting, uh, our uh, our team meeting the other day, oh. and he was sitting in the front row, and his eyes were as big as dinner plates, and he was <laughs> chomping on a mouthpiece. I go, "What are you doing? You're stressing me out." He goes, "I just want to go out there." I'm like, "I let's go, Jesus!" I go, "All right, Phoenix, God, just relax." That's what I, <laughs> that coach is. What I love to hear. Chomping yeah. at the bit to get out there because the schedule, on a mouthpiece. right? Because the schedule is just on a blackboard or whiteboard yeah. or whatever. They, you know, he, yeah, they, they could, what it was. They could yeah. shut everybody up over the past two years this season. Every yeah, naysayer, sure every comment that wants to do it, and uh, this this senior group can shut a lot of people up. And uh, I mean, if the brackets fall the right way, oh, St. Joe's in the semis, no. New Canaan in the finals. Who says uh, no? Well, maybe New Canaan, St. Joe, maybe. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'll tell you, you know, a lot of that's for you guys. I oh, mean, yeah. We, we, well, uh, I know. <laughs> we uh, you know, and I know it's, again, I know it sounds cliche. I mean, he just wants to go out doing the right thing by hand football. You know, he said that to me, you know, and that's, I mean, good Lord. I mean, that's a, that's a 18 year old kid telling me that you're like, wow, well, all right. You know, I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, he just wants to go out winning, you know, yeah, that's it, what he, that's what he's done since he was in sixth grade. Well, I can, I totally, I totally, I'm totally sympathetic with him. Yeah, I, I'm Pete and I. When we saw that schedule come out, we were at, uh, like we said, we were at the an establishment, an establishment, <laughs> and we were like, you know, bring bring out the what, bring like out the, the library. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bring out uh-huh. bring out the uh, a library within a church. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> bring out the bring out the the four course meal here, man. Let's go. And we're, we were sitting right. there with we were sitting there banging our forks and, and knives on the table. Let's go. <laughs> Um, I mean, obviously a lot. Who? I mean, who else do we look? What, what other teams are you thinking? What, what What are we hearing on in L? I mean, what other teams are out there that uh, should be pretty good? Well, I mean, you know, Windsor's always in it. Yeah. Uh, oh God, yeah. You Gets know, played in the last two middle- years. Right. Um, you know, uh, you know, obviously Middletown. I mean, look, the other person, that, the other team that's under the radar that got bumped into L is Berlin. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you know, you have the Class M state champion and runner-up got bumped up to L. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's the part that, that gets forgotten. It's like with St. Joe's and New Canaan moving to L, everybody's like, oh, look, St. Joe's and New Canaan. Well, Burnley got bumped. Um, you know, uh, you can't argue against Maloney. Look, I mean, Kevin's done a good job up there. Um, yeah. It, I, I think, you know, you've got them. Out of the ECC, I'm not 100% sure. I just don't know about a lot about the league. Um, right. You know, I know Rudy always, you know, does a decent good job up at, yeah, up at East Lime, you know, so, you know, who knows, we'll find out when we play him. Um, And then, and then, you know, you've got Notre Dame out of our league, Uh, you know, Reggie, you know, Reggie has got, they've got Hillhouse back in L, you know, so who knows? I mean, there's a a lot of teams. 
Yeah, I mean, and and that's the other part. Forgot about you know, that. I really, oh, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, everybody forgets about them, but but at the same time, I mean, it's Xavier, and and Andy's a good coach. Yeah. You know, so they, you know, I, I really think these last couple of years are just like, like an aberration. You know, not a agreed. I don't know if they're downward. I'm, they're not downward trending. They're no. just they're they just went through a rough patch. Okay, you know that's, that's going to happen. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so Andy will have him up and running. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, hopefully it's after us. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you play them in uh, on the November 8th. So, I mean, you know, by then, you know, I think they'll, I don't know. I mean, let's take a look at Xavier's schedule actually here. Look at their schedule. I, they play three, four, well, they play the first four games on the road. Not one. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait a minute. What is that? No, 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 no. <laughs> No, we we start. They don't have it. They have their first three games on the road because Xavier Xavier's going to Norwich, Fitch, and New London to start the year yeah. three weeks in a row. There, <laughs> Andy's going for that ECC championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Xavier, your 2019 ECC champion. That's I'm the, sure those I'm, are the right I, there. I, I, Look I'm, at that. I'm that, sure they'd put up a better. That's the yeah, you you have to. Have, that, well, I mean, I think that's just one one division of the ECC right there. <laughs> I think isn't that Division One of the ECC? That's yeah. All three teams are like no. they think Division One for the ECC. Nor NFA, Fitch, New London. If you win that, ECC champs, baby. ECC champs, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, I mean his... you know, think about what you got going on up there now. I mean, you've got you've got Jason McCoolis with NFA, and NFA has dudes nobody else ever does. Yeah. You know, and then Coach Ellis at Fitch. I mean, th- those guys. What were they? They were, they were ten and zero two years ago. Two years right? ago, yep. they were ten and zero. Yeah. And then, and, and then, um, and then, who was game three? New London. New I mean, London. You got to feel for those guys. They got they just got pillaged by uh, by the prep schools. Oh I mean, I think yeah, they lost, I think they lost six starters. Something um, like that. Yikes. Uh, something like that. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you you never know. But I mean, New London's always a competitor. That just so we'll see. But I mean, yeah. you know, those are three good tests. If if, if Xavier comes out of there three and zero, they're they're for real. Then they get Hamden, Prep, Shelton, Nordame, You guys. North Haven and then West Haven. They end the season yeah, West Haven. Well, end the season West Haven on the twenty second. Oh, that's right. Because they don't plan Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is later this year. I see twenty second. I'm thinking it's Thanksgiving, but they no, yeah yeah yeah. It's really late this year. This season really is really. The really season's really late. We actually late. lost a week of preseason because of it. Because wow. the season's so late. Because the season's so late. So we only CIC have two weeks. Pushed, that's right. Yes. I think, yeah, I think the CIC the... pushed the start date back. Not like really apparently thinking, and. uh you know, they push a start date back. So, like, you know, our traditional thing we do with Greenwich is really, um, you know, it's pretty tenuous right now. Not oh. because John's leaving before we get another article going about that. But because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, says Greenwich game up in air because. Yeah, yeah, ahead. yeah. Basically because they're back, their kids are back in school. And for us as teachers, we're back in school in Madison. Um, That's right. Because it's that time of year. I saw know, that. But, the, the first the, the loud – for team, do you do you get you, you guys didn't do spring right? No, we didn't do spring okay. because we we only have right. our roster small, um, and we have what do we have? Fifteen lacrosse players. I think oh. we have four baseball oh, right, players. Right, 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 right. Bunch of kids running track. It just didn't make look. You, I will gladly sit down with you and and Pete about that whole spring football setup whenever you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> because, I think. Well, yeah. I know I, understand, I I totally understand. Well, I was looking at the the preseason schedules, and like the the first allowable for spring teams, the first allowable um, uh, scrimmage is like August thirtieth. It's something yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you're like, wait a minute, they can't go into full. Yeah, they can't go into full pads until August 29th. 
Yeah, which is really late. I mean, like it, oh, before absolutely. it used to be it, it, at least the 22nd when you're in pads because the other, you know, whatever. I just, or no, maybe it was a little right. later. But anyway, the point being is that time is just not on our side here in this state. I'm the only one who's happy that the season's starting a week late, though. Because uh, you would murder me if I wasn't here for week one because I'm in a wedding. Another yeah, wedding. Uh, another year. wedding. Yeah. Uh, so just blessed be blessed be that I get that age. To, yeah, yes. I'm at that age. This is it, though. He's hopefully. at that age. I, you know, I, honestly, I had a summer where I had six weddings, and by the time I got to the sixth wedding, thank God it was a close friend. Like, I wrote in the card, like, hey, I owe you one. Like, I just yeah. had nothing left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, well, I missed... I'll get you a present when I can afford it again. I missed, uh, I missed a week last year uh, for a wedding of mine, and uh, all my buddies are subscribed to the podcast just because I asked them to, uh, so it bumps up our Apple numbers. Yeah. And uh, he was listening to another podcast on his way to work, and it ended, and it just started our latest football one. And within the first three minutes, Sean's like, so, is, is your friend, like, that close? Like, did you really have to go to that wedding? You're just ripping on me for the first couple of minutes. And my buddy texted me. He's like, wow, thanks for the shout-out on the podcast. Yeah. He's like, way to stick up for me. I was like, wait, you actually listen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think you'd be listening by now. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, lots of interesting things going on. Well, we can talk all day about that stuff. Lots of interesting things going on here. There's so much to get to, and you know, it's like usually that time this, of year, man. Yeah, well, I, it's usually well, it's not supposed to be that time of year. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I was getting at. It used to be. Yeah. It used to be you you dropped everything. Everyone disappeared for two months, and then they came back ready to go with football like September 1st. Now it's like football on July 4th. Or in this case, June, whatever the heck it is. So I don't know. Well, that's because Johnny had to put out a big announcement, well, and that's, you know that turns yeah. into a nightmare. It's always, and, it's always know, he's not going to go quietly. It's always <laughs> about John, isn't it? You know, it's it, it always is always about, about John. John. It really is. It's tough. It's yeah, tough to I mean, with, like, you but, know, yeah. But now you <laughs> are goodness. the uh, you are the rainy. I mean, like unless uh, Darian Ann decides to show back up here, which you know. Could happen. Which I hear they're going to. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. I let's hear they're going to be. Let's not forget about them. I mean, right now, you're like the you're the coach, man. You're the uh, guy. No. Yeah. <laughs> you're no. the guy. You're the. Everyone's going to be calling you for your opinion on whether we should be playing prep schools and, you know, what, what are we going to do about the, the, the contact rule? Why? Are, are, are Lou and, and Joe Dell not going to pick up the phone calls? Oh, I mean, yeah. they're on the they're on the downslope. I, mean, <laughs> I think I might be. I think you're I the might hot. Be you're the hot, the hot commodity. Time. Lou hasn't won. His, I know Joe's won back to back state titles, but I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're talking there's, about there's... we're talking about who's number one over here. Not, you know, that's great. Have that. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we got to stir the pot up somehow around here. So. No, I completely understand. Uh, I just, I'm going to stay over here and watch you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay out yeah. of it. So, yeah. lots of interesting. <laughs> I'm actually really excited. Um, Pete, anything else? No, I'm good. I, I am. We, we talked a lot of football. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've, we've gone on here, and Pete's got a thing to go to, so uh, we gotta let him. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got a thing. Yeah, I gotta go to the gym. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get into my best shape, best me season, or or whatever the kids say. Yeah. I'm living no, my best life. A, I no, Pete, give me give me like a hand clap and be like, it's wedding season. Like just go ahead. <laughs> wedding season, football season, wedding season, yeah. football season, football <laughs> season, wedding season, football. I say it's football season, yeah. and I say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. right. Exactly. No, I, I just want your best Vince Vaughn. It's wedding season. We're good. That's what. That's wedding why season. Good. 
I used to watch yeah. that movie all the time in college. Oh yeah, all the time. Dude, that and Pineapple Express. Yeah. That and Pineapple okay. Express. Okay. All right. Well, well if you guys <laughs> safety start. first, teamwork next. I'm all about starting a you know movie. We just sit here and quote movies all day because I know Mastro <laughs> oh. loves it. I know you know Mastro and I go back and forth every so often. Oh, you know where that's from? Like obscure quotes. <laughs> yes, oh. sir. And any girlfriend, any girlfriend I've ever had is like, oh, roll their eyes, just like, <laughs> here we go again. Everything's got to be yeah. related to a movie, right, Sean? Yeah. Uh, oh, my wife says that to me. She goes, "Why do you know that?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I have a giant head filled with useless information." <laughs> yeah. right. Well, pretty soon it's going to be filled with a lot of very inf- uh, good information as we uh, get start scouting and start trying to figure out how we're going to get navigate through these, some of these schedules. So, yeah, we hope. We All hope right. so. All right, Coach. All thanks right, for man. coming on a little bit, talking a little ball with us, and uh, have a nice month off or whatever, maybe <laughs> week off, I should say. And we will try and do the same, and we'll see you back here bright and early in August. Woo. <laughs> Thanks, Can't guys. Wait. Uh, number one. hearing from you guys. Number one, baby. <laughs> a, I'm banging the drum time. already. We've been right. banging it since last year. Number That's one. That's true. This is the uh, Hand is Number much. One podcast. Nice so. okay. Good luck right. with car shopping. All right, guys. Thank you very much. All right, coach. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. All right. Bye. Bye. So that was uh, Coach Mastriani, a jovial interview. We're all about jovial interviews here. Um, where we just kind of just talk about all sorts of stuff. So we thank for Coach Matriani for coming on the Meat Grinder. <laughs> yeah, it's about time we had him on. I know we uh, we've talked about it before, but it was good to uh, to get him on. We're gonna have to get him on again during during the season, though. Yeah. So you you heard it here first, folks. Number one, number one. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, it should be. Handed. Let's make oh, let's make let's make Class L for number. I mean one. those those uh, what wait, what did we call them last year? The Darian Five or whatever. The Genius Darian the Five. Genius the Genius Five, five who voted Darian One because they were one. Like, so there are going to be some people who will vote Greenwich number one next season. Um, I forget. I I've had. I think I switched it. Like, when did I switch it? I don't remember. I just remember going. You know what? I don't think Darian's good this year. Well. You know, I don't. You can vote Greenwich one. I'm not gonna like. Oh, know, there are those guys. They, those guys love Greenwich is losing a lot. Like you can't. You know, Gavin, Gavin Muir is not going to be walking through Mosey the door. Mosey Mosey Bishi. Um, there's so many defensive players. Ryan Raybuck, Jack Fida. Fida. Yeah, your like boy. there's so many. Uh, there, that's four All State kids right there that they're losing. That doesn't mean that Greenwich won't be good, but that doesn't. Well, they got two. Whoever kids. whoever they are replacing hasn't proved anything that. You know, hands bringing back 14, 15, 16 starters. I think it's 14. But, like, and including, look, you can make the argument that Phoenix Billings is the best offensive player in the state this year. And oh, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think you'll find many arguments because of what he can do in the air and running the ball. Right. He, I, you can I, remember, he's the whole package. Right? He really is. And, and I, I've talked to uh, Mastriani when we were doing a story on Phoenix during the season. And, like, there's a good shot he'll rush for 1,000 and throw for 2,500 this year. Yeah. Like, that's a re- there's a really good chance that that happens because – one, their schedule's tougher, so he won't have to be pulled in the first half anymore. Uh, right. And you, well, I, I suspect you could see that, but yeah, overall, but not as much. Nobody's expecting that. Yeah, and then you might they might have the best defensive player in the state in Ben Corniello. Ben was a monster last oh year as a junior. He was a first team all stater for us. I think he had 13, 14 sacks last year. Bulldozer. And he's better. He's getting better. He's getting bigger. He's getting a lot of co- uh, a lot of D one college looks. So you're looking at a team that has arguably two of the best players in the state. Who played just one way? Yeah. Like, so if Hand is not your number one team, then you really need to reevaluate whether or not you should be voting in this poll. You don't just give away the number one vote because they were the number one team last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. If, if Mosey BC, Gavin Muir, 
Jack Fita were all back for Greenwich and John Marinelli was still on those sidelines, yeah, Greenwich is your number one team. I think you could say, though, you can make the argument. Yeah, of course. Where, well, that can bite you in the in the rear end. Yeah. Because, yeah, they have that guy. Yeah, they have, let me, just look at New Canaan last year. We anointed them, the, the number one team. Yeah. Like, we, how, how long? I mean, they got to the final, but like. It took them a long time to figure it out. But though. they were not good early. Yeah. I and mean, they, you know, they were not a number. They didn't look like a number one team or a number one caliber. T- a team playing no. for a number one, even in that that Greenwich team, just completely yeah. dismantled. I mean, that Greenwich team was the best team in the state, hands down, easily. Like they well, should have been well, unanimous. Hands up, because Hand was also. No, Hand was really good too. But you look at who Hand beat right. to win a state title, and you look at who Greenwich beat to win a state title in terms of top ten teams in our poll. Greenwich beat. Three top ten teams to win a championship. They yep. beat New Britain. Absolutely. They beat Newtown. Um, Newtown, and they beat New Canaan, who were all in the top ten. Yep. Hand, nothing against them. They beat Windsor. They beat Which was okay. Maloney. And who did they beat in the semifinals? Or the, uh, no, who they, they, they beat in the first round? They beat Bunnell. Right. Again, it's not their fault. It's just how L, L was not as competitive as L will be this year. Nope. This year, the number one team at the end of the year, and I will say this now on June 20th, 2019, <laughs> the number one team in the state at the end of the year will be an L team. Yeah. Whether it's St. Joe's, whether it's Hand, or whether it's New Canaan, or anyone else from L. If you win L this year, you will be the number one team. Right. I, I will take issue with one thing he did say, is that, you know, yeah, you, yeah, Berlin, but the reason why we didn't really mention Berlin is because they got gutted. They man. did get gutted. Um, I mean, look, Joe does a great job. He has a really good coaching staff there. Yeah. Um, be, and even if they okay. didn't get gutted, even if St. Pierre and Scarano were still there, they still lost both of their receivers. They yeah. lost Kevin Dunn, their quarterback. They lost their number one uh, running back in Alex Halkius. They had a lot of replacing to do. Yeah. But even the fact that they're still in L, even the fact that they got moved up to L, they're still going to play that same CCC schedule that is really going to cater to them. Um, I, I wouldn't surprise me if Berlin made the playoffs. I mean, they've made the playoffs, what, four out of the last five years? And one of those years, they technically would have qualified, but they got all their wins taken away. How about Berlin at Killingly this year? That should be a good one. Killingly's up in M, or down from yeah. L, but I don't. I, I know, to, I know, uh, like, New Tobucky Jones, New Britain got, I mean, I know the New Britain guys are going to they're gonna take issue with this. But I don't think Berlin's at L. I mean, I just, they're technically a school of choice, and I know Berlin's had its issues over the years. Uh, bringing in guys that necessarily didn't live in town, uh, let's say. I mean, that's not this regime, but, you know. Uh, you know, And I know the guys at Berlin who are still there are, are like, how the heck are we, L? They don't feel – they've never they've – I don't think – I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever seen a fan base or a team or a coach when they get moved up say, yeah, you know what, this was the right decision. So everyone's going to blame everybody else. They do it in every sport. Yeah. So-and-so gets moved up. I didn't hear you know, any. basketball. New Canaan had a great year. You know, they win the championship in, in four. And everyone's like, well, New Canaan shouldn't be in four. But then the New Canaan people go, well, you know, the success over the years, blah, 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 blah. No one ever goes, you know what? Yeah, we probably shouldn't be in four. Or there's no football team that says, you know what? Yeah, we probably shouldn't be in M. Or a baseball team, you know, a Catholic school is playing in S. You know, they're not going to be like, hey, you know what? We probably shouldn't be in this. Nobody does that. Not one team. The only team that does that is St. Joe's Hockey, where they probably shouldn't be in Division One. 
They have not been good. They have not been successful for a long time. They battle number problems. There are times where they've had to forfeit games because they don't have enough guys. And this is a Division One hockey team. And you know what? They've never wavered from being a Division One team. They've never done that. You even look at, and this is what we heard about the SEC meeting when they were putting the tiers together, and we heard Xavier got offered the first choice to move down to Tier 2. And Andy and, and Tony Jaskot were like, absolutely not. not we're right. Xavier. We played Tier 1. Those are the only two examples that I've ever seen, I've ever heard of a coach, uh, a program, or a team say, no, we're playing at the highest level because this is what we should do. Everyone always blames everybody. Oh, St. Joe's is an M. Well, why is everybody picking on us? Every year, Ansonia is still an S, which is fine, but every commenter, oh, Ansonia shouldn't be an S. Blah, 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 blah. And in the, in the Ansonia, people will turn around and say, we have X amount of kids. So it's every. No I one, don't see. I don't see how everyone. Every, again, with the Ansonia stuff. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've never seen a program come out and say, you know what? Maybe we should be playing in a high, in a higher class, or maybe we should be playing in a higher tier in a conference. They, no one does that. Everyone goes, no, 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 not me, not me, not my fault. We didn't do anything wrong. So it's not. A, I'm not blaming anybody, but I'm just saying is like until like until Lou Marinelli comes out and says, you know what, we should be playing class double L. Well, not saying that he should or shouldn't do that, but until he does that, or until a private school coach goes, you know what, maybe we shouldn't be playing S. Then I'll actually like pay attention and be like, you know what, this actually makes sense. But until then, everyone's going to blame everybody. Everyone's going to complain. Everyone's going to say, well, we shouldn't be here. We should be here. And this and this. It doesn't seem like anybody wants to be challenged. This people Guaga screed has been brought to you by Half a Bagel by Whitney Donut. <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> no uh, ads in general, you know, actually. As you can tell, there's a <laughs> lot to talk about. And we thank Dave Mastriani for coming on. Um, now, we. <laughs> It's just like, I mean, Pete's going on screeds about, you know, who, who belongs up and who belongs down. We got people screaming at it. It is almost football season, man. We, I mean, we're going to be here before you know it. So uh, thanks for joining us uh, here. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, lots more to come here on The Meat Grinder. Lots more to come. So uh, for Pete, Sean Patrick Bowie, peace out. Later. Later.